Dear listeners, welcome to Sunday School Bonanza. We are here to bring you Gospel Doctrine synopses. And bring it we do. And I'm joined by Al, my This Week in Mormons co-host. How are you, sir? I am so good. Like on a scale of 1 to 10, a 7. Is your beard rubbing up against your pop filter or something? Is... Is that some sort of euphemism? I don't understand. No, I just Jeff. hear this. I just hear this little light scratching noise. It might have been against my shirt. I'm I'm turned at a weird angle at the moment. <laughs> okay. I'll fix this. Well, just be mindful is, of that. Is your beard rubbing up against your pop filter? Or are you just happy to see? That me? does sound terrible. But this is our serious show. We'll save yeah. those jokes for the, the This Week in Mormons podcast, and we can laugh. If you want more dirty humor, come see us. Exactly. But this week, lesson twenty-two: the Word of Wisdom, Principle with Promise. That's right, folks. Just going to straight up talk all about the word of wisdom. Now you've heard of this, right, Jeff? This this word, this word of wisdom. I'm familiar with it. There's been talk of going to the temple as that being a part of it. Yeah, it's true. So uh, section eighty nine of the Doctrine and Covenants. Uh, we we the setting for this is uh, the Prophet Joseph Smith was um, conducting school, the School of the Prophets in Kirtland, Ohio, mm-hmm. above the Newell K. Whitney store where. I, I love they have a plaque in the Newell K. Whitney store of uh, when Joseph Smith came there one time. He just walked in and said, Newell K. Whitney, thou art the man. And like chose him he to be. He said those were his exact words, thou that art the man. That was his exact words. They have like t-shirts with that. <laughs> thou art the man. Do they sell those so, in Kirtland? They really do. Can we yeah, go buy do. one this week? You cer- We certainly could. We could go to Kirtland, Jeff. Anyway. Anyway. So uh, so they're, they're there doing their thing and uh, – Emma Smith is cleaning up all the spittle from their chewing tobacco and stuff mm-hmm. and went to Joseph with a plea and said, is this really the way that this is supposed to go? Really? Really? And uh, Joseph Smith went to the Lord and received this revelation. So what's interesting about that, though, is that oftentimes we, uh, you know, in the church, I feel like we can, we can refrain from ever asking or questioning because we have some sort of a, an idea that. Everything that's supposed to be there is already there, and, and if the Lord wanted it, he'd change it. Well, in reality, uh, oftentimes the Lord waits for us to, uh, to push for change, right? He waits for us to go to him in prayer and, and petitioning in order to get answers to our problems and, yeah, and to exactly. find things out. Uh, true in any teaching situation, you can't answer a question that's not asked. And so as soon as you have a question, start asking, the Lord reveals it. So that's, wh- that's the setting here for, uh, for Section 89 where the Lord then gives his answer, which is the word of wisdom. Yeah, and then he goes, uh, and of course, some of this came from uh, some New Testament insights as well. I really love uh, 1 Corinthians three sixteen and 17. Say very straightforward, know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. So I'm not leaning as much on the destruction part, but the fact that we are temples, and this definitely made Joseph Smith ponder these things. To Ruth, uh, what do you what do you make of the beginning part where it says uh, even for the least of the saints has this been given? You're talking or, about uh, section eighty nine, yeah, eighty nine verse three where it says given for a principle with promise adapted to the capacity of the weak and the weakest of all the saints. I think th- I interpret that as basically Heavenly Father saying, "Look, I I have this in mind with the weakest among you, ergo." You can all do this, just like anything else. What the Lord will not give us a commandment that we cannot keep. Sure. Well, and, uh, the uh, the other thing that I that kind of stands out to me around that is is that and humility. Um, well, oftentimes, like I, I feel like as we draw closer to the Spirit, the Spirit 
will refine us. It'll teach us what we need to know, right? I mean, oftentimes uh, the brethren, the brethren will have like very uh, refined diets, right? Where they're, I mean, I think Spencer W. Kimball was a vegan, maybe. Uh, I'm, I'm not 100 percent on that, really? but I've heard that. Yeah, I'm actually I'm serious. Um, and so, like, you have these these um, uh, interactions with the spirit. The spirit will teach you what you need to know. And then for the but the bar at the bottom here is saying, all right, if you can't like if you're not there yet, well, very similar I feel like to the to the you know other laws we have in the church, um, you know, modesty and all that stuff. Where mm-hmm. it's like, all right, we're going to give you some baselines, but follow the spirit. Follow like learn how to be better. And uh, and if you if you don't want to do that if you don't want to if you just want to skip through that and we'll give you kind of a head start here's the base that you need to go from um, so kind of cool I had a guy on my mission that that said well uh, I'm no longer one of the weak saints I've I've become very good so I can drink wine now and we we're like ah, not exactly <laughs> yeah, no, that's not, uh. not if if I may not exactly what we're going for well the, the thing I always wonder about and people will say this so how is do you think Al how is the word of wisdom a manifestation of God's love for us. How is it God's love? How is his love demonstrated by giving us this? By well, giving I us mean, a diet, basically. I mean, talk to, talk to anybody that's like really out of shape or overweight and, uh, and battling self-esteem stuff. And uh, I mean, things like that, right? It, you, can, you can feel the love of God when, when you are taking care of, of yourself. When, like, you know, like when you work out or, or you have a day where you just eat great, and it's good food, and you don't feel sluggish, or you know you don't get that headache that comes from not eating McDonald's for too long, or whatever it is, right? Like you, you feel better, and that's I feel like that's a, a huge gift that we have, um, well, what, where we ha- we we get to have a better life because of it. And what else is interesting, and it's funny because we always talk about the physical aspects, and there are spiritual aspects, and I guess we can go more into detail as the lesson goes on, but I love that uh, Richard G. Scott in uh, the October 2012 session of conference talked all about receiving personal revelation. And he had a whole section where he stressed that, that physically taking care of your body and your well-being will entitle you to receive more potent and more useful revelation, which is fascinating. And the word of wisdom of course goes hand in hand with that, that we talk about, you know, hidden treasures of knowledge. We should, we should remind everybody that this, when the Lord gives you instruction, personal revelation to help you become better, this isn't, you don't stand up in, in gospel doctrine and tell everybody that this is the right way to live because you had a good experience with it, right? This is, this is you and the Lord working together. Uh, you know, you don't need to go point out to the guy that's, that has, you know, an addiction to Burger King that he's doing it wrong. That's not your place. Well, who is – no, no, actually you do because who is addicted to Burger no. King? No. It's Burger King. No one actually The croissant witch? Can we talk about the croissant witch, If Jeff? you are going to eat burger – if you're going to have a fast food addiction, I will sign off on many other places. But Burger King, I will intervene. The croissant witch with the cinnamonies? No. Anyway, talking about uh, stuff that's not good for the body, we'll go to more of the temporal side of things. But something I really love here is an interesting quote from Joseph Fielding Smith, uh, where he um, said that the word of wisdom is a basic law. It points the way and gives us ample instruction in regard to both food and drink. If we sincerely follow what is written with the aid of the Spirit of the Lord, we will know what is good and what is bad for the body. So I think it's very interesting. And and the lesson says stress that uh, stuff like health fads, special diets, things like that, don't like fall under the word of word of wisdom directly, but the word of wisdom is given to us to uh, to then experience our own revelation. I, and learn I feel more. like a lot of that it falls into similar things with like uh, you know more. bad bad investment scams and stuff like that, right? The, the church's advice is to be 
to live prudently and to make prudent investments. Live, live so prudently like, and be prayerful about the things that you do. Yeah, and so as like in finance, as Ponzi schemes and stuff come through, we identify those better and better because we're like, no, 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 that's a scam. But as these diets and things come through that jack your body around, you know, make sure that you're you're living prudently and you're making these decisions based on like actual data and not just taking the next fun fun and, and don't pill eat, that and don't comes eat carbs, through. Obviously. In yeah, fact, it says in Doctrine and Covenants section meat. 89, verse, verse 0, thou shalt not eat bread. So, uh, things that we avoid, I think this is pretty straightforward, and anybody listening to this podcast will likely know this already. But, as it says, uh, wine or strong drink, so alcohol. Prescription drugs. Alcohol, don't have the booze. Misusing. It's no bueno. Uh, and don't do booze and prescription drugs. That's even worse. Even worse. Tobacco, of course. Hot drinks, tea, coffee. We talk about all these things. And then, now, yes. You know what's fascinating about this what? is there's a lot of parts of the world where, where this stuff is, is relatively unknown. Like, the, like it's not understood that smoking can still hurt you. I mean, like, I'm thinking Eastern Europe or, or Asia. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, no, it's fine. This is my deal. This is what I do. Yeah, one of the great ironies of our age. And it's funny. The lesson actually goes into extreme detail talking about the, the poor, the bad consequences, of well, so, especially tobacco. So yeah. Just don't take it for granted that everybody will know because sometimes it's not it's not a given. Uh, good th- things good things to eat though. Yeah. Are are we ready to go to good? Jeff? I think so. The other thing I like to stress though, and this is a problem, and I think the church has become more aware of it. Anything that's habit forming, we should avoid. And I think we've seen prescription drug abuse become a, a serious problem, and and it does mention that. Um, you know, those things are alluded to, and we've received modern revelation. That's the value of having a living prophet. About those items. And I think that's, that's a real, real issue right there. Prescription drug abuse is in some ways a much larger issue than like hard drug abuse. Or for a lot of people, I mean, caffeine could be in there. Yeah, I know could. a lot of sure. diet, yeah. diet Coke addicts out there. You I know, know many Diet are. Coke addicts out there. And I love, I do, I love a nice Coke Zero like anybody. But yeah, you see these women who like all they post are pictures of them with their Diet Cokes. Just be cognizant of what you're doing, Just people. weird. Now you may move uh, on to things we should. Good things to eat, wholesome herbs, nourishing vegetables, plants, fruits. Flesh of beasts and fowls, grains. But sparingly in times of famine. Oh, please. Also in the New Testament, it says to eat in bounty, so don't worry about it. Uh, (laughs) Retiring to bed early and rising early, getting adequate sleep. Um, That one's note. It's important to note that this isn't, like, the word of wisdom is not strictly food-based, right? I mean, food is a lot of it, but, like, healthy living is what we're going for. Provident living, you might even say. I would. I do. And that's very true because we so easily think about what we restrict. And I've, I've thought about this in the past because we stress the word of wisdom as far as whether you keep it, whether you're temple worthy, quote unquote, largely based on the stuff we avoid. But how yeah. would it be if your bishop were to actually say, okay, great, but uh, are you gorging yourself? Are you having too much meat? Are you actually eating a wholesome diet? Did you eat that whole box of Otter Pops? Exactly. Ooh. It is funny to think about because that's also part of the commandment. And yet we restrict ourselves to thinking about really keeping it the most important things to stay away from stuff rather than what we can proactively seek, I guess you could say. And I just think it would be interesting if the church started to get a little pickier in that sense of like making sure we diet and actually have a balanced diet in that sense. But Now, in, in true master-teacher fashion, the Lord does not give this commandment without a promise. Of course. He, uh, we are promised that all of those who remember these things and keep them, uh, walking in obedience, shall receive health uh, in their navel, marrow in their bones, and shall find wisdom and great treasures of knowledge, even hidden treasures. I love the hidden treasures. Uh, run and not be weary, walk and not faint, and I, the Lord God, give unto them a promise that the destroying angels shall pass them by. Um, 
uh, I would I would like now as you live these these principles, do not be afraid to actually take advantage of this blessing and go to the Lord and say, "Hey, um, you know, I'm I'm trying to understand X, Y, and Z. You've promised me that I will have access to great uh, treasures of knowledge." Mm-hmm. Um, that I can have wisdom, like petition the Lord in this behalf. If you're doing the work, get the blessing. The Lord's promised it; He will give it. I have wondered in the past about the run and not be weary, walk and not faint. I think some people have brought this up as well. Like they're saying, so if I keep the word of wisdom, are you saying like I won't get exhausted if I'm if I'm walking for a long, if I'm on a long arduous hike? You know, am, uh, am I, I going to be? I think that if you're living, something? if you're living the word of wisdom, you won't get fatigued. Like think diets, right? How many people start a diet and go off of it in two weeks because it's just too it's hard? true. But but what leads to fatigue is better exercise. And the word of wisdom, the one thing it doesn't really t- directly talk about is actually getting exercise in, which is interesting. Well, I, but I, I think I thought we there was a Ty Bo reference. And let me no no. Well, Billy huh. Billy Blanks not not a happy guy. What a hero. Anyway, what I also love to finish off. There's a great additional idea here that obeying the word of wisdom would solve the world's economic problems. I'm just going to leave that with you. Go to the lesson that we'll link to if you want to learn more about that. But uh, Why? Why? If everyone obeyed the word of wisdom, the economic problems of the world would disappear. There would be no subprime mortgages. Disappear. <laughs> I don't believe that's true. Anyway, sorry. But uh, I, I actually have a great testimony of the word of wisdom. I think it's, this is a good lesson because I, I think it gives us the opportunity to reflect on it and learn more about it. I think it's an easy law to think that we just kind of know a lot about if you're raised in the church. But when you take the time to dig deeper... You can yep. realize there's stuff you don't pick up on and, and different ways you can approach Combo it. up. Do a study of uh, Isaiah 58. Get some, get some fasting in there. Like learn, learn these laws and promises the Lord's given us relating to health. Exactly. So, folks, find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Go to our website, thisweekinmormons.com. Shoot us an email. Contact at thisweekinmormons.com. It's my favorite one. And look for us on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher. All right, Jeff. Mucho love, brother. And, Al, we appreciate you stepping in once more. I do what I can. So, folks, Lesson 22, The Word of Wisdom, A Principle of Promise, Sunday School Bonanza, by This Week in Mormons. Hoping you have a good Sunday. Bye-bye.